It's a great day for a podcast. Once again, here he is, John Oakley. Speaker, Conservative Party members can stand with people who wave swastikas. They can stand with people who wave uh, the Confederate flag. You just heard a clip of the Prime Minister going back to the heady days of the trucker convoy and I guess he's indicting the Conservatives for standing with uh, the members who he said were waving swastikas. I don't know that there was a, a real festival of swastikas. Uh, might have been one or two up there. I don't recall exactly, but uh, the fact that this somehow tainted the Conservatives. Now the shoe's on the other foot, and here we find ourselves with, well, the Speaker. Having resigned earlier this afternoon, uh, he didn't do it as soon as we might have expected or anticipated, apologized profusely. By the way, I'm looking at uh, what the Speaker takes down on an annual basis. His base salary as a member of the House is 194.6, and he's, as the Speaker, granted an additional 92,800 and a car allowance of a thousand a year. Plus, he's got his own official residence, a private apartment. <laughs> I mean, that's 300,000 plus plus plus. You know, a dining room. And, oh dear, uh, no wonder the guy had to be. Uh, brought down kicking and screaming. However, uh, the issue is whether it's his can to carry alone. Uh, is this now resolved? Not to everyone's satisfaction, certainly not to that of Melissa Lansman, the MPP for Thornhill and the deputy leader of the Conservative Party of Canada, who's joined us here on The Oakley Show. Melissa, good afternoon. Good to have you with us. Thanks for having me again. So when I say, hey, is this debacle on the speaker alone, you say not. Why not? Well, I say not. I say, I mean, I think he's the fall guy for this, but I find it hard to believe, as many Canadians do, that uh, you have a world leader who's invited to make a, uh, a joint address to Parliament and nobody does any kind of vetting. It's just it's just implausible. Um, I've spent a lot of time in government. I, uh, I I know the apparatus of government and it just it it is it is implausible that there was no vetting. So it's either it's either there was no vetting and we have serious security concerns or it's frankly just incompetence. Well, do you believe the, the speaker acted solely on his own accord? No, I, I don't believe that in the parliamentary precinct. Look, I, I wasn't there on, uh, on, on Friday. I uh, had to head out in the, in the morning. But to get to the precinct in the morning, they ask you, you know, they, they basically ask you for your firstborn, uh, you know, your, your IDs and all the pins and uh, just to get into your office. Um, so if they're doing that for members of parliament, they know exactly who is on the parliamentary precinct. They know exactly who is going to be in that chamber. And to suggest otherwise is nonsense. Melissa, last hour we were talking to a former ambassador in several uh, different capacities, Mark Antwistle, and he he said something that was interesting. Let me put it to you. He says there's a separation between parliamentary operations and that of the government, and therefore uh, the government can't necessarily be responsible for the things that are done under the aegis of the parliamentary processes, as it were. Uh, what do you hear? What do you know? Does that make sense? I think the prime minister has a responsibility for diplomatic relations in this country. Um, and I think that the invite uh, to the to the Ukrainian uh, president uh, was issued, of course, by by the government. And it is incumbent on them to make sure that a leader, not not no less a leader that is involved in a war uh, is protected. And you would have seen that around Ottawa. It was what we call a red zone uh, around here with a motorcade um Com- comparable or if not bigger than uh, than President Biden's uh, motorcade uh, and uh, 
full of RCMP, which of course is the, the prime minister's uh, uh, security forces uh, or security apparatus. So again, it is, it is, it is hard to believe that nobody knew who was in, in the gallery. And it is hard to believe that the speaker acted alone. What is easier to believe is that just like everyone else in the, in the prime minister's way, the speaker took the fall, but this is, this is just part of it, uh, John. The, the the prime minister still hasn't apologized for for any of this from somebody who has labeled ordinary citizens as as Nazis. Uh, and furthermore, the Liberal Party actually yesterday tried to strike it from the parliamentary record, erasing that this ever happened, uh, which of course we find objectionable. Again, Melissa Lansman is with us, MPP for Thornhill, Deputy Leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. And that was Karina Gold you were referencing, uh, the Liberal Minister who wanted it stricken from the record. Uh, do we understand that impulse that she finds this so odious, uh, or what is the explanation that would trump that to your mind? Well, there is no explanation for uh, racing, uh, erasing history, particularly around the, the Holocaust. This is the same government that... Uh, uh, that took a private member's bill that was introduced by a conservative, stuck it in their budget on Holocaust denial and distortion. This is the exact definition of what we would what we would categorize as Holocaust distortion. Erasing the past doesn't absolve you of the guilt. In fact, erasing the past doesn't teach you the lessons of never again. And so, again, finding I find this uh, as as a member of the Jewish community, as a member of the House of Commons who represents the largest Jewish community in the in the country. This is not the path forward. You cannot absolve yourself of guilt by erasing a parliamentary uh, a parliamentary record. The world has seen this. It has been a, an embarrassment. Uh, on the world stage and a diplomatic failure for this uh, for this country. It hasn't been a very good week for diplomatic relations in uh, in Canada. Well, is the idea then to press the prime minister for an apology here? How would you go about that? Well, the prime minister is not one to uh, to apologize. I don't know how many times I have to ask the prime minister for an apology uh, to uh, you know to 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 rectify you know what he's done to uh, to survivors of the Holocaust, to their families, to to many of the veterans in this country who fought to defeat the the, the Nazis. If he doesn't see this worthy as an apology, I'm not sure there's anything in his mind that is worthy an apology, and I think that's shameful. You know, uh, we extended the discussion earlier today that there are also this particular Waffen uh, 14 SS unit is uh, commemorated uh, with a memorial at a cemetery, a couple of cemeteries, but one in Oakville just down the road on Dundas in a private cer- uh, cemetery. Uh, does that mean that this is also something that uh, ought to be taken down? Yeah, look, I think there's lots of, of groups that are going to start asking questions about, you know, why this with why this man uh, was was in the country. But throughout our history, uh, throughout this country's history, there was a time in this country where it was easier to come to Canada as a Nazi than as a Jewish person. And we have since rectified that history. And there's remnants of uh, of, of those dark days for uh, for the Jewish community uh, in this in this country. And we've got to do what we can to uh, to rectify that, especially since we have uh, living uh, survivors amongst us. Uh, they're they are very old, but uh, there are a few uh, still left. And I would love to see um, much of this rectified uh, once in in the in when they are alive rather than when they are gone. Are you surprised at all that Krista Freeland didn't flag this? I mean, she might have some intimate knowledge uh, of the context, let's say, of said individual being invited to, you know, the House, the Chamber, and uh, 
by her silence, I guess uh, there's a curiosity factor there. Uh, do you share that? There's certainly a curiosity factor. Look, there is a long storied history, um, one that my family knows very well. They were from the they were from Ukraine. They were from the Eastern Front. They uh, uh, they were uh, subject to uh, uh, to uh, to Nazi uh, to Nazi rule and 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 certainly the the SS. There is a uh, there has been a lot of work between uh, the Ukrainian and Jewish communities in the last fifty years uh, to, uh, to 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 look at some of these issues head on, uh, and I wouldn't want that work to be uh, you know to be sullied by what I think it was an irresponsible and embarrassing decision uh, by the speaker and by the government and particularly by the prime minister. Melissa, would you dismiss any notion that this is ginned up by Russian misinformation? Well, I'm sure that it feeds Russian misinformation, but uh, you know, it's, you can gin up misinformation. But it, when it's when it's based on facts and it's based on something that has happened in our country that is deeply, deeply embarrassing uh, to to Canadians, to our allies, uh, to President Zelensky uh, himself, um, this is something that feeds. The, uh, the Russian information, uh, but it is, uh, but there needs to be somebody who takes responsibility for this uh, in this country. And you're citing the prime minister, the buck stops with him and uh, you're hoping for at least an apology then. I would, uh, I would hope so. He's uh, claims he's not responsible for inflation or housing or, uh, or frankly anything. So my question then would be, what does he even do here? <laughs> All right. Melissa Lanceman. Uh, MP for Thornhill, Deputy Leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. Very much appreciate your time. Thank you for it. Thanks so much, John. You got it. Listen to The John Oakley Show live each weekday afternoon from 3 until 6. If you live in the Toronto area, just turn that AM dial to 640 and listen anywhere on Earth 24 hours a day by going to 640toronto.com. Follow on Twitter at AM640Oakley. You've been listening to A Curious Cast. New podcasts and shows are debuting all the time. So check back often to see what's new in the Curious Cast library.